Welcome to ASI, Attitudes of Sexual Integrity. This is your host, Russ Shaw. Russ at digitalaudioproject.com. Send me an email. Love to hear from you. Lots of listeners out there, lots of folks sending in email, wanted to address some of that stuff on the show today. Also want to talk about uh, more of this prison analogy that I have going here. I think make a series of shows off of this analogy because I think it's it's that powerful. It's a prison that we live in, this addiction, and some of our intimacy struggles as well. We live inside of this kind of self-imposed prison. And when I say self-imposed prison, that may sound kind of mean, but uh, it really is something that we have built. And the part of it is that we've built it, and it, it stands there, and we can't just knock it down in one instance. So when I say self-imposed prison, I'm not saying, yeah, just you know what, just stop doing that. No, we have built a prison brick by brick that we seem to dwell in. And I want to talk about some of that on the show today. But uh, that's just kind of what I'm I'm going after today with this show. But I do want to address a few things. Uh, my birthday was yesterday. I just turned 38 years old yesterday. So that was interesting. I had some friends over and had kind of a dad-daughter weekend, which was pretty cool. Got to spend some time with my daughter, and we went uh, went on a went to this Christian camp for a day and spent a day there. And it, it wasn't our thing, you know. It was kind of a little too, I don't know. It was just not our deal. That and it was a it was kind of framed around this whole dad and daughters weekend thing. And we went up there, and my daughter's sixteen, and. And uh, we are just not the typical churchy type of folks. And it, and I'm not sure, you know, it didn't really seem like that kind of a place. But most of the dads that were there, they were all with other church groups. So everybody knew each other, except for me and my daughter. And they were not like 16-year-olds. They were like 6, 7, 8-year-olds. And it just wasn't the kind of thing that to do. The speaker said... Uh, you know, if you what, dads, you know, because a lot of the guys they knew each other and stuff, and then the guest speaker was saying, "Dads, you know, this is about your daughters. You know, be with your daughters this weekend. Focus on them and do what they want to do." So I, I kind of told me she goes, "Dad, I want to go see a movie," <laughs> and then we, we want to go. Let's just go. So we did. So we packed up our stuff and we told them we had the cabin and said, "Hey, you know, thanks and everything, but uh, you know, we're out of here." So we went in, went and saw the movie Cars which I thought was a great, had a great moral type of a story to it, and was a great experience for me and her. We we did spend that day together. We went on a hike the next day, which was a little more challenging. It was a four-and-a-half-mile hike here in the Seattle area. There's lots of mountains, lots of trails and stuff, and there's an old ghost town. It's called the Town of Monte Cristo. Mountain of Christ is the... Uh, translation and we hiked up there and saw that and it was it was quite a walk but you know got time to really connect with my daughter and it's not something that I haven't done in a long time something that a lot of us guys I think especially with intimacy issues we don't focus on our relationships with our family as much sometimes we get mired in our own prison of whatever it is whatever emotions are swirling around in our head and don't really take that time to slow down and focus on on what's really important in life. And uh, Dan Hazen did a, a sermon on Sunday. Dan Hazen was on episode uh, 21, I believe. 
And he did a sermon on, on Sunday that was just awesome, and it talked about economy. I'd like to have him on again and talk about that because it was so important to what is really important in life, what our economy is and our, our emotions and our relationships, what kind of stuff we focus on and what's really important in this life. And sometimes when we get off track with our focus on that, that's when we can start slipping up and having some of these difficulties. Got an email from a listener talking about a uh, new email listener to the show talking about identifying with me and praying, trying to pray this thing away, you know, just trying to say, God, just take this from me. And what is, you know, why isn't God taking this from me? And it's a lot of times, and what he touched on uh, in his email, uh, Rick talked about how we sometimes don't listen. You know, we want to have a relationship with God, and we a lot of times we just do all the talking. <laughs> you know, we don't sit and listen. Or identify with some of the things that are happening in our life where God will put stuff in our way to get us to react to the things that are happening in our life and react in a way that's honoring him you know it's about God's glory it's not about self-help or self this or self that or even self-esteem although that is important but we do need to realize who we are in God's glory for things not our own and Dan had touched on that, and it was just, it was so powerful. The economy, the economy of relationships, the economy of your life, the economy of the people who are important in your life. And I talk about relationships a lot on the show, and I talk about this stuff. It's just not a thing that guys like to do. We don't like to get all in, involved in relationships, you know. That's kind of a woman thing. We are, we struggle with that type of stuff. I, uh, myself, a little ADD. Talked about that a few times in the show. Had an email from a listener who was uh, asking about that as well. And it, a lot of us ADD types, we just want speed, you know. And that's one thing I identified with the movie Cars. If you get a chance to go see that with your family, a great family movie. Beginning of the movie, uh, the lead character is sitting in the, in the back of the race car truck, you know. He's getting ready to do this race, and that's what he's thinking. He's, he's thinking speed. I just need speed. I want to race, man. Just let me out of here. Let's go, go, go. Especially here in America. I know the parts of Britain, the English-speaking world. If you're listening to this show, you are probably in that group at some point. Um, we are always thinking about go, go, go. Where can I get next? What do I, I got to pay the bills? I got this to do. I got that to do. We need time to really just slow down and remember what is important in life. What is what is the things that are, are really important? Because like I talked about with Dan on that episode, um, the relationships are what we're going to take out of this life. You know, we spend so much time trying to make our car payment, our house payment. We forget about our wives. We forget about our kids. We forget, you know, about our spouse. What, whatever it is, just those relationships are what we're going to take from this planet. We're not going to take the stuff that we work so hard for, that we run around and we toil over. That stuff is, is in the grand scheme of things. If you look at life, if eternity, that is the stuff that's important. And it's scary, too. Um, talk about the keys of breaking out of prison. Some of the keys, I believe, of doing this, this getting out of this prison and starting to chip away, starting to get your spoon out and start carving your way out of this prison, taking those bricks down, is 
building those relationships because a lot of times, especially us guys, we don't want to. I would rather be beat with a stick sometimes than have to just talk, you know, talk about my feelings and stuff. It's just not something I do. And when I say talk about my feelings, it's more of a... It's more of a time where if we can take time, like going on a hike, maybe if you're driving in the car, even if you can take your your daughter or your wife shopping or something like that, just talking with them in those moments. In the car, you know, we start talking and sharing what's going on in our heart and in our soul and in our mind. Some of the scary stuff even. It might cause an argument. It might cause a disagreement. But as long as you can get your wife to understand where you're coming from, understand your economy, understand what it is that you get paid for in this in this relationship, in this conversation, you know, what are you looking for? And that's something to identify with yourself as well. You know, economy is basically like Dan said in his sermon on Sunday, it's the buy and buying and selling of, of goods and services. You know, you get money for a thing that you do. Well, we also get payoffs, you know, the Dr. Phil show. I hate to quote Dr. Phil, but Dr. Phil has a great line that he says sometimes. He says, you know, how's that working for you? And a lot of times we're going to we're doing we're going through this thing and we just do it because we're used to doing it. But how is it really working for us? You ever you ever ask yourself that? How is not talking about stuff in your marriage, in your family relationship with your folks, with your parents? How is that working for you? Do you feel bottled up inside? you feel disconnected? That's not where God wants you to live. That is prison. And for guys, I think one of the things that guys have naturally, us guys, we can compartmentalize our emotions. And this is part of ADD as well. I, I think I, when I do finish my book on sex addiction, I want to do one on, on ADD, Addicted to Distraction talked about that on Thor's show, about uh, how it's kind of the same payoff. We get some kind of a payoff from being distracted. If I'm distracted, then maybe I don't have, to, I won't feel the pain of not accomp- or finishing the goal. Because if I finish the goal, maybe it's not going to pan out the way I thought it was. Or I get into it, I just don't want to do it. So I just get distracted and start another project. we trying to medicate our pain with the, the porn addiction as well. What is going to pop into your mind? Sometimes these sexual images start to pop into our mind just because we want to get some kind of a pleasure system going on with the pain that's happening in our lives, the pain that's happening in our relationships. Most of the time with us uh, sex addicts types, we it has to do with a painful relationship thing. For us guys, respect. Respect is a good one, big one. We don't feel respected a lot of times from our wives, from our family, and a lot of that is because of our economy. I mean, what do you want from respect? We earn, we command respect, and we earn respect. But the way to command respect is to find out what you get, what is your payoff for getting respect? Do you do it because you want to feel better about yourself? You want people to look up to you and feel like you're the man? Or do you want to do it like Joe Dallas said, because you're the dad who is maybe knocking the wagon over so your kids don't fall off that cliff, you know? So your wife is more connected with you. You start talking with her about stuff, and maybe she doesn't disagree with it or doesn't like what you're saying, but you just keep talking about it and understand why you are doing it. Get her to understand why you're doing it, that it's not some kind of a selfish thing. 
that you really want her to understand your heart. And I and I think that is so critically important. And I want to. I'd love to have Dan on to talk about some of that stuff because I I can't put into words what I really want to explain here a lot of times. But that is that is some of the keys that I'm talking about. What is your payoff for looking at the pornography for whatever it is? If it's a distraction type of thing, because like Joe Dallas said too. You know, getting over this addiction, seizing, stopping the addiction is a lot of times it's the easy part. Stopping the behavior, it's it's stopping those things, those little emotional triggers in our minds that drive us back to the behavior. Those are the hard parts. And for us guys, compartmentalizing our emotions is is something that we do. That is, it is powerful because it's what makes us strong. We can take our hurts and our pain and our even our emotional pain and stick it in a box until we finish our goal. You know, that's our fight or flight thing. I think years ago, us guys, we fought battles and wars and we built things and built houses and stuff. And the reason we were so efficient at that is because we can take our emotions and stick them in a box and save them for later. But that's kind of the thing, guys, is that we need to unpack our boxes sometimes. That's why I think it's so important to get into a men's group and, and talk face-to-face with other guys who are, you know, you can help them unpack their boxes and you unpack your boxes because you need to do that. Because if you don't, it's like taking all these emotions, you're sticking them in a box, you're putting them someplace, and then they start leaking. You know, you start reacting with anger. You start becoming real, you know, distracted and ADD. You start letting people down because if you let them down, well, that's just me, you know, I'm just ADD. That's kind of my thing, you know, I would say that a lot. But I realize that, you know, I got some kind of a payoff from that. Kind of like if you're going to call me as your doctor to fix things, just understand that I'm incompetent, (laughs) you know. And that's not healthy, but we need to be able to talk about that stuff. We need to be able to get into a place where we're, like I said, unpacking our boxes and saying, this is what I'm going through in life. This is what doesn't make sense. This is what does make sense. And that is part of connecting. That's part of getting involved in relationships and community. You know, if you don't know who to talk to in a church, maybe uh, HigherCalling.com is a great place to start, or X Church has the prayer wall, and that is another way you can start unpacking your boxes as a journal. Uh Healed Addict is the blogger who listens to my show. Great guy. He's got a show I'd like to have on the site as well. But blogging can also be a great way to get your emotions out, to start unpacking those boxes, you know, getting on a blog. Well, I don't want the world to read my blog. Then, you know, buy a notebook. If you're, you know, reading your Bible in the basement in the morning, buy a notebook, start journaling stuff out. Well, I don't want to. I know you don't want to. I didn't want to either. Sometimes I'd rather be beat with a stick than connect. You know, I've had this kind of, like I talked about in a previous show, this kind of you-don't-know-me kind of attitude. You don't really know me. Don't judge me. You don't know me. I just thought people were sitting around judging me all the time. I wasn't getting to know people. I wasn't building relationships. I wasn't unpacking those boxes. I didn't have the courage to. And I didn't want to. But I didn't want to live in prison either. So that's kind of the deal. Do you want to live in prison? Or do you want to start unpacking the boxes? That's what this whole series of shows on prison is about. Is the longer you don't do the stuff that you don't want to do, the stuff you know is healthy, 
the stuff you know will help you start breaking these walls down. And trust me, I've been there. I broke out of this prison. Take it from a guy who's been there. Take it from a guy who's left a little map on the pri- in the prison on how to break out. You need to start connecting. You need to start talking about this stuff. You need to start talking to your wife. And you need to love her. Don't judge her. Uh, there's other emails I've got from listeners who uh, I think my story talking with Mr. D with his wife and that situation that he's going through... Uh, other guys have been emailing and, and talking about that as well and, and how they feel like you know their marriage might be over, that I'm not sure that this is going to be repaired. That's why you're at where you're at, I believe, is that you're listening to my voice right now because you know that you have this person in your life who you love, but you're locked up in prison. And it's not just the pornography. It's not just the addiction prison I'm talking about. You're locked up in a prison of your own emotions, your own heart, and your own not talking about who you are. And your wife does not feel like she is the person that you once fought for. Uh, I got the book Captivating. Me and my wife are reading it by John and Stacy Eldridge. I want to put this on the book list on the website. It is a great book. If it's an owner's manual, guys, on your wife's heart, unveiling the mystery of a woman's soul. Your wife needs to be the person that you once fought for. Be the person that you once slayed the dragons for, that you once you know bought flowers for. I heard a, a crusty old business guy one time say that uh, he said he bought flowers for his wife and, and stuff like that. And people, this woman asked him one day, why, why do you do that? You know, you guys have been married for 50 years and you still do that? And he says, yep. And he says, if I keep treating her like my girlfriend, she'll always be my wife. And I thought that was powerful. That is so powerful. We forget that stuff, guys. We do. And I'm just as guilty as the next guy on that. I have to keep focusing on it. I have to keep doing the uncomfortable things, the things that aren't necessarily part of my character because of the way I grew up, because of who I am, because I've hid away and locked my heart in a prison for so long that doing some of this stuff is so uncomfortable. Tell your wife how much you love her, guys. Ladies, if you're listening, you're probably a little more into this stuff than us guys are. We're not good at this relationship stuff. But then again, if you're listening to this show, maybe you are have your own heart locked up in a box. You don't want to talk about your emotions. You don't want to talk about this stuff. But guys, I'm telling you, it is so important to unpack those boxes and to start really telling your wife how much you love her and how much she is how important she is to you. You once said, I do, before God. Both of you did, for better or for worse. Just keep telling her you love her. Don't react with this striking, biting anger, biting back at her when she bites you. That's one of the most annoying things, I think, about being a uh, a Christian or being someone who is uh, trying to repair this stuff one of the annoying things is that we do we have to start to do the thing that we don't want to do. We have to start reacting in a totally different way than our flesh wants to do. Somebody cuts you off in traffic, you want to freak out and flip them off and call them six F words. It's going the other way. And it's tough. Those are the keys 
So, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading the podcast today. It's Russ at digitalaudioproject.com. Send me some email. Tell me how you feel about this stuff. Tell me if I got to touch on a few of the things that you wanted to, me to touch on. Another uh, thing I wanted to address was uh, talking about music. I was uh, talking about I was talking to Rick about ACDC and stuff like that and how I didn't listen to some of those. Do I still listen to rock and roll? Yeah. But you have to look at, you know, looking at the glass half full instead of half empty. Don't focus on the music that is bad and destructive, you know. I also talked about, Rick talked about just turning and running. And I talked about kind of facing your temptation. And I want you to know that that is not a contradiction either. I... They're both of what we were saying. I, I agree with what Rick said. Sometimes we think stuff out too much. Well, I'm going to go in you know, this situation, which I know is tempting, and I'm going to face it. Well, I disagree with that. You should run. You know, Don't even get in those situations. Don't overthink it. It's kind of our logical brain and our, and our lower brain, our reactionary brain. We t- tend to just go back into those situations because we're used to doing it. Just get out of the situations, you know. Just run from those situations. Don't pile on the temptation to where you know you're going to fall or you feel like you will fall. But at the same time, when I say face your temptation, I'm saying don't let it overcome you and start to, it, it kind of like pours over the top of you. Fight that. And that's part of what Rick said too. If you don't fight that temptation to let that thing just drain over the top of you and then you end up falling, end up going back that way, you have to fight those feelings. You have to fight those little thoughts when they enter your mind. So I wanted to address that. I'm not contradicting what Rick said. So you understand that. Russ at digitalaudioproject.com. Plan on having Michelle on a show sometime soon. That's M at digitalaudioproject.com. Ladies, if you're struggling with this addiction, with this issue, sex addiction, I want to talk about the Blazing uh, Grace podcast show. I put a link on my website to their show, another great show. I'm going to put a link on my uh, site to another guy named Eli. does a show called uh, kind of an edgy type of show. But for some of you guys struggling with faith, it's a great show. I'll talk about it a little bit more on the next episode. But Eli at uh, WTFWJD, question mark. And I'll have a link to on that on my link site. It's digitalaudioproject.com slash ASI is the website. So connect. Do the scary work to start breaking down the walls of this prison. Can you do it? You think you can do it? Don't just listen to this show, man. I react, act. Do the steps. Do the stuff I talk about. You're not going to break out of prison if you just sit and listen to the show. Start doing some of the stuff that I talk about. And if you have trouble with what I say, if you think some of the stuff I say is unrealistic, please send me an email. Russ at digitalaudioproject.com. I no longer have the voicemail. Nobody called it, and uh, it's kind of expensive, so... Even five bucks a month is can be tough sometimes, but so I no longer have that voicemail. I plan on doing Skype, so I'll have my Skype address up. So if you guys want to send me a voicemail with Skype, you can do that. If you want to send a donation, you can go to the website and do that, or you can send a check or money order or whatever to 
my snail mail address here. It is P.O. Box, that's Russ Shaw, P.O. Box 2526, Everett, Washington, 98213-0526. If you want to make a donation, send me a letter, whatever you'd like to do, I'd certainly appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the show. The intro song, by the way, is by Thin Lizzy. It's the song Jailbreak. Song I am tuning out here the last few seconds of the song My Own Prison by Creed. Come on, folks, let's break out of prison. Until next week.